0: The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Casey Fields. I am the manager for municipal advocacy at the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Here is the latest from the Dome to Your Home, the association's weekly legislative report for the week of February 11th. The House of Representatives and the Senate met in regular session last week. The House Ways and Means Committee plans to begin debate on the state budget this week. Here is an update on our advocacy initiatives. Flexibility with hospitality and accommodations tax revenue. House Bill 3132 and Senate Bill 217 were introduced in the House and Senate to give cities the ability to use state and local accommodations and hospitality tax revenue to control and repair flooding and drainage in tourist-related areas. The Senate passed 217 and sent it to the House of Representatives, where it was referred to the House Ways and Means Committee. Please continue to encourage your House members to support Senate Bill 217. Local Government Fund Predictability House Bill 3137, sponsored by a bipartisan group of House members, was introduced to change the local government fund formula to a more predictable funding level from year to year. The House of Representatives passed House Bill 3137 and sent it to the Senate where it was referred to the Senate Finance Committee. Continue to contact your senators and encourage them to support House Bill 3137. Reducing wait times for new hires at the Criminal Justice Academy. The Senate Finance Criminal Justice Subcommittee and the House Ways and Means Law Enforcement and Criminal Justice Subcommittees continue to hear from law enforcement agencies on budget requests. The House Ways and Means Committee plan to debate the budget this week. Call your members of the House Ways and Means Committee and urge them to support recurring funding in the state budget for the Criminal Justice Academy. With this change, the Academy can increase capacity and decrease wait times for admitting new officers. A couple of bills to update you on, the Senate Tort Claims Act bill moves to full committee. A Senate Judiciary Subcommittee amended and passed Senate Bill 386, a bill that makes changes to the South Carolina Tort Claims Act. As amended by the subcommittee, the bill makes a number of changes to the provisions controlling the circumstances under which the state, its political subdivisions, cities and towns, and charitable hospitals may be liable for monetary damages as a result of injury caused by the entity or its employees. There are three specific things that Senate Bill 386 changes in current law. The first, the bill allows a court to multiply the per-occurrence cap every time the governmental entity was found to have had actual or constructive notice of the defect that led to the injury. The per-occurrence cap is currently $600,000, but another bill, Senate Bill 7, would increase that cap to $2 million. The second thing, the bill allows an injured party to bring a bad faith claim and receive a potential $1 million recovery against an insurer who is deemed not to have handled a claim in good faith. The third thing that the bill does, it creates a catastrophic fund and allows the state Fiscal Accountability Authority to collect assessments from the state, its political subdivisions, and charitable hospitals to finance the fund which would then be used to pay certain judgments that exceed the Tort Claims Act per occurrence caps. The full Senate Judiciary Committee will debate this bill beginning on Tuesday. For questions about this, I know it's a lot, contact Tiger Wells. His phone number is 803-933-1270. We also need you to contact members of the Senate Judiciary Committee and urge them to vote no on Senate Bill 386. The last update I have is the preemption bill that we have been working against was given second reading by the House of Representatives. House Bill 3274, a bill that prohibits municipalities from enacting laws related to the ingredients, flavors, or licensing of cigarettes, electronic cigarettes, tobacco products, or nicotine products, was given second reading by a vote of 69 to 37 in the House last Wednesday. Representative Alan Clemens, a Republican from Horry County, proposed three amendments that would have exempted zoning ordinances from the preemption. However, all three of those amendments were defeated. This bill takes away the authority of cities and towns to protect local youth from these harmful nicotine products. Thanks to all House members who voted against this bill, you can find a link to the vote to see how your representatives voted in the Dome to Your Home from Friday, keep contacting those House members and urge them to ask for a roll call vote on third reading and vote no on the bill. They expect to take up the bill on third reading on Tuesday. A companion bill to House Bill 3274 was introduced in the Senate, Senate Bill 492, and referred to the Senate Medical Affairs Committee. It's the same message. Please call your senator and urge them to vote no on preemption and no on Senate Bill 492. You can always access bills that were introduced this week and bills that received action from a subcommittee or committee through our legislative tracking system. Be sure to follow the legislative team on Twitter and check back next week for the latest in municipal legislative news from the South Carolina State House.